Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special edition of Mornings with Ron. I want to thank you for joining me this week. If you think that my voice sounds a little bit different this week, you are absolutely correct. On one of my recent business trips, I picked up a bug that didn't seem to want to go away, and it's left me with this new voice that um, hopefully is still coming across okay on this podcast. I realize that a lot of you that are with us um, may not be familiar with the Bring Smiles to Seniors program and all the amazing things that have been happening as a part of this program. So welcome to this special edition and let's get started. You know, do you ever feel like there's a hole in your heart and you can't quite figure out how to fill it? There are many good things in your life like family, job, living situation, and friends However, you just don't feel quite complete, and you know that there has to be a little bit more out there to give your heart the food that it needs. And that was me a little more than three years ago. When you're suddenly faced with an unexpected life occurrence that throws your very being off kilter, you have to make adjustments mentally and emotionally that you never thought you would have to make. Even when my grandmother was diagnosed with dementia, we still got to enjoy her at home for quite a long period of time. Unfortunately, my mom and dad had to deal with her worsening condition as she lived with them. And when it got to the point that she was hurting herself and potentially others, the decision everyone dreads had to be made. And thankfully, my aunt and my mom, together with the doctor, made the right choice to place her in a place where she could get the professional care she needed. That really was when my life changed. I remember my first visit like it was yesterday. I didn't know what to expect, how I'd react and most of all, how she would react to me. And as I entered the doors, the place was nice, clean, smelled wonderful, and the staff was friendly. So far, so good. As I walked down the hall and into the dementia ward, I was met with a myriad of faces. I remember distinctly the woman holding her dolls, the man and woman sitting side by side, and the lady constantly crying out. There were faces that knew you were looking at them, and faces that no matter how hard you looked and said hello, There were only blank stares in return. Some were walking, some were in wheelchairs, and others were confined to their bed. I knew there were some that had entered those walls and would never see the outside again, and my heart was sad. My grandmother was one of the active ones, and at this point she still knew me. We were lucky. She was one of the ones that did not put up a fight and only asked occasionally when she'd be able to go home. She settled pretty well. Visiting her, I had the opportunity to speak with nurses about their experience in the community, and that's really where it all changed. I learned that there were many that were not as lucky as my grandmother, many who were alone and forgotten, some that never got visitors or contact from the outside, and others that just needed a loving touch from someone other than the daily professional care that they were receiving. I knew that there was something that I had to do and realized that there had to be a difference that I could make. It was during this time that the Bring Smiles to Senior program was born and the hole in my heart began to close. As I conversed with the nurses in my grandmother's nursing home, I quickly realized that there were many in her community that were not as lucky as she. My mom and aunt were great about decorating the board in her room for the holidays, posting pictures of family and friends, and hanging all the cards that she received from well-wishers. However, as I went through the community, I noticed that there were many that had blank walls, no decorations or cards, and also many that needed a little cheering up. I told myself that there had to be something more that I could do. Now, my first idea was to put a post on my personal Facebook page and ask all my friends and family to send me cards that I could then deliver to the residents in my grandmother's community. 
I'll have to say the response was overwhelming. In true style, many people contributed, and I was able to collect enough cards to ensure that every resident would receive a card. The day came to pass out the cards, and I was quite excited. And when I saw the look on the residents' faces when they were handed a card, I knew that I was onto something. There had to be more that I could do. I also knew I could not do it alone and enlisted my friend Linda to go on the journey with me. Now, my second idea was to put up a GoFundMe page and see if I could collect money to buy cards and supplies. We would decorate these cards ourselves so that we could deliver cards regularly to my grandmother's community. The response was again overwhelming. Not only did my friends and family chip in big time, but GoFundMe recognized what we were doing and made a $1,000 donation through their grant program. With all we purchased, we quickly realized that this was going to be bigger than my grandmother's community and that we were going to have to find more communities in need. I always like to say I had this little idea, one small gesture that would become a seed that we planted that once nurtured with love began to grow into something much greater than we could have ever expected. If you believe it, you can do it, and do it we did. Now, having made the decision to start the Bring Smiles journey, we now had cards and supplies and a little money, but to what communities were we going to deliver all these newfound cards? How would we get senior communities to realize that we were legitimate and let us into their communities to deliver cards to their residents? I knew that the first thing we were going to have to do was create a real nonprofit, a tax-exempt corporate entity with a real name that would hopefully open doors for us. That was when the Bring Smiles to Forgotten Seniors was born. We would eventually go on to drop Forgotten from our official name, as we knew that there were many seniors we would be serving that were not forgotten, but that's how it started. I suspected that the places with the most need were likely the not-for-profit communities those with less money, but with residents who had just as much need. So I took a chance and set up a meeting with the Senior Care Group Foundation, who had a network of senior communities in the Tampa Bay area. We told them our story, and they believed in our mission so much that they let us go into their communities around the area and deliver cards to their residents. We worked on decorating cards and eventually visited every one of their communities in Tampa, St. Petersburg, and Clearwater. The response from the residents and the staff was heartwarming and wonderful, and we knew we were on to something. Because we had a limited number of communities and were delivering once a quarter, we were able to hand deliver cards to the communities and visit the residents individually. That in itself provided more stories than you could ever imagine. Seeing the power that one small card could bring to a senior's face was amazing. You may as well have handed them a million dollars because that's exactly what the card meant to them. The smiles, the tears, and the joy from that little piece of paper. We quickly knew that we were not going to be satisfied with just the communities we were serving. We needed more. It was also about this time that the local Bay News 9 got wind of what we were doing and did a story on our program. Fortunately, our connection with the Senior Care Group provided us credibility to approach other communities who started to let us in to see their residents as well. Linda was not working at the time, and I was spending my lunch and after work hours delivering cards. But were we going to be able to do it all alone? Probably not. Plus, we needed more cards decorated. And how in the world were we going to find the time to do that? We knew we had to put the need out into the universe. We did, and it delivered in a big way. Okay, 
at this point, not only did we know that we needed a lot of cards, but we needed a lot of cards decorated. And that presented two problems. We had to have a source for cards, but once we received them, we also needed to get them decorated on the inside, a dual issue that had to be solved. However, the first issue was getting more cards. We had built a Facebook presence with a few followers, but we needed more. I decided to go out on a limb and spend a considerable amount of money using Facebook to advertise the program, and it paid off in a big way. Networks of people across the country got wind of what we were doing, and many card artists, we call them card angels, started supplying us with some of the most beautiful handmade cards that you've ever seen. They started showing up from all over the country, and we knew we had made the connection we needed. But how would we get them all decorated? One of the things that we decided early on in the program was that for this to be successful, we had to have others involved. We wanted children to understand the importance of remembering those that paved the way for us, and we wanted seniors to be remembered that they were loved and not forgotten. We had to find a way to connect this circle of life, and the most logical place was to start with schools and civic groups. Schools came on board, then came groups like Girl and Boy Scouts, and soon others. We were able to get the blank cards that we were receiving into these groups, and in turn had a supply of cards to deliver to our list of senior communities that was rapidly expanding. Our mantra of connecting the circle of life was then born. Never one to rest on our laurels and always wanting more, we knew we needed to expand. The need was too great to just work in our community. Since almost the beginning of the program, we had been receiving cards weekly from one of our donors that lived north of us in Florida. It was obvious she liked to write cards, happy mail, she called it. We knew we needed to meet with her. We set up a lunch, made the connection with Renee, and it was not long before she became the manager of our home delivery program. This program would send cards to seniors at home through another arm of our ever-growing program. However, could there be more? Well, of course. Also in our first year, we made a connection with a previous client friend of mine who had a sister in Michigan that was interested in being part of our journey. I had a call with her and explained our program. She quickly signed on to what we were doing, and as hard as it was to let go of control, I saw something in Diane that I knew was special and that she was going to be a major asset to our program. Before we knew it, the Bring Smiles to Seniors Michigan program was born and has gone on to be something wonderful under Diane's guidance. But were senior communities the only ones in need? At this point, we were starting to grow our senior communities. We had made the connections to school and civic groups. But could there be other areas in the senior population that we could reach? That question led to a meeting with the Pasco County Elderly Nutrition Program. We wanted to see if we could provide cards to be delivered with the seniors' meals and possibly work with their congregate dining centers to have seniors decorate cards for us. Our ask was met with a resounding yes, and our connection to senior meal programs was born. We now provide cards to senior meal programs all over the country. A not-for-profit cannot be successful without volunteers to serve as its backbone. We had Linda, Renee, Diane, and I, but we needed more. The most logical place to look was, was within our card donor base. Those that had been loyal to us in our first year and had provided so many cards, it was obvious that those people were the ones that shared the same passion that we did. We set up a coffee date with one of our local donors in the Tampa Bay area. We knew from the moment that we met Becky that she was going to be something special. 
Not only had she made thousands of cards for us, but her ability to ask for things and make them happen made her a logical choice for our manager of special events. She could help with fundraising, card decorating events, and other needs that may arise. Check that one off the list. Our final volunteer was another gut decision that did not let us down. Again, we had been receiving box loads of cards from a donor in Virginia. We had started to expand outside Florida and Michigan, and we knew we were going to need someone to handle those mailings. Leanne would go on to make and send cards to communities all over the country as the manager of special mailings. Our volunteer organization was finally formed, and I could not ask for a more amazing group of people. We had the communities, we were starting to expand outside our two core states, and cards were coming in from all over. We had schools and civic groups decorating for us. Word was starting to get out about our program, and soon we realized that this little dream was starting to become a very big reality. Year one, 7,719 cards delivered. Year two, 18,810 cards delivered. What in the world would year three bring? The first three years of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program saw tremendous growth. We had connected to more communities than we ever thought imaginable. We had built a card donor base, added school, civic, and employer group partners, and staffed our program with volunteers that would help our program be successful. There were times when we ran out of cards, ran out of money, and wondered if it was all sustainable. However, just when things seemed most bleak, amazing things would happen and we were able to go on to live another day. In 2017, we delivered 18,810 cards. I was worried that the card supply would not grow and that keeping up with those kinds of numbers was not sustainable. Therefore, I set our goal for 2018 at 20,000 cards in hopes that we would be able to deliver. As we entered 2018, I felt something special was going on. We were making connections in the card community that was spreading the word faster than advertising ever could. Miraculously, a few dollars here and there started to appear. By mid-year, it became obvious that our 2018 goal was going to be blown out of the water. And that is the power of we. Because our card donors were from all over the country, we decided that we had a responsibility to give back to their states as well. Mid-year, we started the first of our random acts campaigns and delivered cards to a senior community in all 50 states. We were so successful with that campaign that we decided to start with the alphabet and go backwards and deliver to all 50 states again in reverse order. We completed that campaign just before the fall. By late November, we had delivered over 34,000 cards and we knew that this year was going to be something special. When the final numbers were in, we had delivered 40,515 cards to over 200 senior communities in all 50 states. We have provided cards to senior communities, elderly nutrition programs, and seniors at home. We involve schools, civic organizations, and now corporate entities in our decorating program. We even started a home decorating program where individuals can get involved that might not otherwise have the means to contribute. We have some amazing decorators that have become an integral part of what we do. In October, when I was honored with the Tampa Bay Lightning Community Hero Award, I knew it wasn't about me. It was about our volunteers, card artists, decorators, students, teachers, principals, civic group leaders, donors, and corporate participants that believe in what we do. It was about every senior that needed a smile and every person willing to help deliver it.
It was about a little dream that definitely turned into a very big reality. It's been a little over three years since we started the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. And in fact, we just celebrated our third anniversary on March 29th. And during that time, I had the pleasure of encountering some of the most passionate and compassionate people on the planet. People who believe in us and took a chance on a small nonprofit that they read about but did not really know. These were people that believed in our cause and decided to jump in full force to help us ensure that seniors continued to smile. One of my favorite times of the day is when I go out for lunch and make my post office run to mail prepared cards to our senior communities. In doing so, I get to pick up the day's mail, and sometimes those days are just like Christmas for us. Often the mailbox is empty, but on some days there are so many packages that we have to actually see the desk clerk to obtain them. Then comes the joy of opening each and every one and getting to view firsthand the treasures that are inside. Over the past three years, we have received the most beautiful cards that I've ever seen. Imaginative, creative, detailed. Some are made from scratch, others have been repurposed into something brand new. Then there are those that are simply folded pieces of paper with artwork and messages from children that turn them into something magical. Whether we receive one card or hundreds, every one is equally important, and every one eventually results in a smiling senior on the other end. We are fortunate to have a group of repeat donors that are the lifeblood of our program. These are amazing people. You only need to look at our Instagram or Facebook pages to see their talent on display. Then, of course, there are those amazing ladies that decorate for us. There's something magical about taking care of seniors in hopes that they'll be remembered and not forgotten. It brings out passion and compassion in people that is unmeasurable. Sometimes it's because of an experience in our own lives. Sometimes it's because that's the nature of the person. Maybe it's because we all know that, God willing, we're all going to make it to that stage of life one day. Whatever the reason, the magic is palpable, beautiful, and a wonder to behold. The one thing I never assume is that tomorrow is guaranteed. That's why it's incredibly important for me to make the most of every minute of every day. It's also why I share the passion and compassion that you all have for what we do. If you haven't quite found that one thing that drives passion and compassion in your life, seek it out. It doesn't have to be our program, although we would be thrilled if it were, but make it something that nurtures your soul and gives you one more reason to get up in the morning and smile. So that's it, the Bring Smiles to Seniors journey. Because all of you also believe that we would turn this one little dream into a very big reality, we have now delivered over 84,000 cards since the start of the program in March 2016, over 17,000 cards just this year alone. That is one amazing feat, and that is what makes our card artists and decorators card angels. Thank you so much for listening to our special podcast this week. I hope you've enjoyed the story of the Bring Smiles to Seniors journey. And remember as you go out into this great big world of ours this week that you always remember to be the reason that someone smiles. 